0: Welcome back to Heavy Metal Mayhem. Got a great show lined up for everybody tonight. Evo from Warfare is our first guest, and later on in the show, Kenny and Sammy from Ruthless. We haven't spoken to those guys in a couple of years, so we got a lot of catching up to do. And right there, we opened up today's show with Agent Steel, 144,000 gone. That comes off the album, but I really like the demo version a lot better. The only one I have left, at least one that I transferred from cassette, was uh, from that radio station uh, demo that they played on air. It has all the talking in the beginning, so I didn't have a chance to edit it out. But still, a great song. John Cyrus an amazing singer, if not a little flaky. I don't know what that guy's up to today. He's holding on to the Agent Steel title, but hasn't really done anything with the band. All right, but right now, let me get my partner in crime on the line, Tommy.
1: Hey, good evening, Mike. What's up? How you doing?
0: What's going? When I hear your voice, I know that we've made contact, so we're, we're connected and we're doing good tonight. So far, so good. Yeah, you can't complain about that. Uh, it's it's been a pretty quiet year so far for metal, you know. Not much happening news wise. I keep looking around for stuff to talk about, but there's not much else going on out there, you know.
1: It's uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of B B, B news out there, you know.
0: B, are, we, <laughs> uh, are you referring to Dave uh, David Ellison in any way, shape, no, or form?
1: No, I was just talking about B news. <laughs> B news. Not, no, you're not right. A news. B news. <laughs>
0: you're right. You're right about that. That's all that's happened these days. Well, I, I did see that. I don't know if you saw that video clip today of, uh, I guess it was the Foo Fighters. that performed with a whole bunch of people at some kind of party yeah, or whatever. Pretty and cool. That David Lee Roth in there. People said that he he looked sickly or, you know, because uh, he had his, his head shaved bald. and I just, yeah, you know, he was losing his hair for a long time. I just think he shaved it off.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Because he was wearing a wig for years, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. I think he looks
0: he better that way. Point. I mean, it wasn't the best video, like, to get a, you know, get a really good look at him. I think he looks better that way.
1: But he actually sang pretty good. <laughs> I mean, from yeah, what's that, the that was that I listened to. Yeah, you know. <laughs> then the whole yeah, Stanley came out, and then Alice Cooper. Uh, they said Zach was there. Uh, I mean, wow, Zach was there. Yeah, and also I saw another picture on somebody else's, uh, uh Facebook to see if know who lives out there who was there. And Lemmy was at the mic, and Zach was on guitar. So I don't oh, nice. know what, yeah, I didn't know Lemmy was there, you know, so um, I wonder what song they did. Because from what the, one of the reports was saying that they did NIB with uh, with Zach, you know.
0: That'd be cool. I'm, I'm sure video people start putting up, uh, you know, cell phone videos, yeah, all that crap before little, you know. We'll it, start right? seeing they're it. all
1: just wait, California, they're all just waking up, you know, so.
0: That's true. They've been asleep <laughs> for a long time out there. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, well look. Hey, next week is the big show in Brooklyn at the Lucky Thirteen Saloon, with Pete Rott's, huh?
1: Saloon, yeah. Phosphate, uh, Noel, Orcus, Hellshot, Pete Rott's, and e, Eat E A T. And it's gonna uh, be a good night show. Come on down. It's a uh, one of the oldest uh, heavy metal bars in Brooklyn, if not the oldest. And now they're doing bands. So um, I mean, we're not the first. First show, but we're one of the first, uh, I guess, of two. Yeah, in the new place, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Well,
0: it's it's, it's <laughs> the new location, also, so you know, it's definitely and one of the it's first the
1: new of the new
0: location. Yeah, there you go. Ah, uh, that's gonna be good, it's gonna be a good show next Saturday night. So, if you're anywhere in the tri state area, come down, see Tommy and his band, and a whole bunch of other great bands on the bill. It's gonna be a good night yeah. for everybody. Yeah, All right, So Well, hey, look, we got I, I spoke with Evo this week from Warfare, and uh, we're gonna yeah. get that interview on in a few minutes, and uh. Later on in the show, Kenny, McGee, and Sammy Dijon from Roofless are going to be calling in live. We haven't spoken to the guys in a while, like I was saying. The new album is about to come out, I and mean, I got a copy of it. Uh, absolutely amazing record. Definitely already in my top 10 for the year, and I don't think it's going to go anywhere uh, by you know, the end of this year in December. It's just a solid record. A lot going on there. And I also read, and um, my daughter had bought me a Metallica book. I guess it came about a year or so ago. I can't remember the name of it, about the band. Uh, and uh, I, everybody knows that uh, they were trying to get John Bush from on to, sing, to sing with them very early on but they were also before him they were looking at Sammy from Ruthless to be their singer too so I didn't uh, know that so I'll we'll have to ask yeah. him about that maybe he doesn't even know that <laughs> I'm sure he does but we'll find out
1: well maybe now he's allowed to to talk
0: about it <laughs> I, never well I, I saw i saw the bass play from metallica robert Trujillo. he was talking about you know the new writing process for the record and why it's take us long to come out and and he made it he made it sound like he's like you know like an evolved person in that process but nobody's writing anything for metallica <laughs> except for james edfield and Lars Ulrich. that that is it nobody's involved in that writing process it didn't happen in the early days it's not happening now so I, I don't know why he's like trying to make himself sound like he's an integral part of the writing process. He, you know, if you, if you, if you read that book, it was basically, they wrote the songs, no matter who was in the band, whether it was Cliff Burton or Jason Newstead, or, or those are the only two guys in the band. They're told to come in on a separate day by themselves, record their parts and they go home. That's the way Metallica does it. Hmm. So I mean, he's making Burton's it sound like he's like a few,
1: Burton's name is on a few tracks and here and there.
0: Well, that's from the very right. early days of the band when, when none of them could write music. He was basically the only guy in the band that could write, outside of Dave Mustaine, who left the band, you know, got kicked out of the band. Nobody else could write music in the band really back then.
1: Right, right,
0: right. I mean, they could write, I'm saying, but they really weren't like, you know, you know, great they songwriters, you
1: know. So to speak, yeah.
0: Exactly. You know, but eh, we'll see what happens. I'm interested in hearing the new record, but I didn't like the last one, which was supposed to be old school, you know, sounding. Yeah. And I don't think the next one's going to be any better. And another band they hard. waited. Yeah, I mean, I mean, metal's been like on a high the last four or five years, and all of these yeah. bands have let this time go without releasing records, you know? And right. now, by this record time, it does come out a year or two from now. I don't think metal's ever gonna fall away like it did in the 80s, but it's no. not gonna be maybe at the peak that it is now. You know, I think I think we've hit that point right now where we're like 70s disco and 50s doo-wop, but we're always gonna be there one way, shape, or form, or another, you know? Right. But this is the time to put the records out for any band, especially a band like Metallica, who's trying to grab a... a that old school audience again because yeah, yeah, the new yeah. people kind of abandoned them, and you know, the old people abandoned them a long time ago. They're looking yeah. for an audience right now,
1: true, true. So,
0: true. yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, you know what? Another old school band has a record coming out that's Venom. And mm-hmm. I tell you, yeah. you know, Venom hasn't sounded like Venom, you know, in a long time, but the records are good. The last few records they put out are good, they're just not like Venom sounding like we're used to the old school Venom,
1: sure.
0: But, but this one has a pretty, you know, pretty old school vibe to it. I mean, you know, it's. Without Mantis as a guitar, in my opinion, there's something lacking there, you know? It's just, it was a very distinct sound for the band. If that makes any sense, you're a guitar player. I guess you would know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, it, you know, it's the it, it's the culmination of the... Oh, big word there. Uh, the, you know, the cool. vintage you know, instruments, the, you know, the dirty, gritty strings, you know, and now everything is like, you know, everybody's, you know, worried about, like, how they sound and, you know, it's yeah. like... That wasn't venom years ago you know you know they you know threw up on their strings you know took a wet rag cleaned it off and went in there and you know put out a riff you know not expecting them to do that anymore but that's not going to happen you know
2: i know Plus, you I have know. different
1: musicians totally different musicians now i mean chronos is the only one really you know and yeah I think he's, he's definitely changed his uh his approach <laughs> you know so to speak over the
2: years
0: he has and I, I think it affects the band, like you know, like, like with Venom, he's you know, he's the be end all in the band. The other guys are hard guns. They basically come in and play what he's you know already written or what, what he wants them to play the way he wants it done. And I think that kind of lacks sometimes because you miss that input from other members, especially in bands where the other members were integral to the songwriting, yeah, you know, especially yeah, like the yeah. old days of Venom with Mantis. And even when mm-hmm. Tony Dolan came into the band on the primeval level, he was a major contributor with the music. And you know, it sounded a lot like Adam Kraft and other stuff. And Adam Kraft was heavily influenced by Venom. To begin with So From the beginning yeah. That kind of lacks But the new Venom record From the deaths, Very good album Definitely got that Old school vibe to it You know At least more so than The last couple of records Let's get on a tune off of that record We'll play some Warfare right after that We'll get the interview With Evil One How does that sound?
1: Sounds great man
0: Alright we the new Venom record Which I believe comes out In about two weeks From the very depths And I think we're gonna have Kronos on in February again So uh, I'll let you know When we get closer to that but here's Longhaired Longhead Punk Warfare with military shadows. We'll get the interview with one right now. T.
1: Oh, what's up? I'm <clears throat> sorry.
0: What's going on? I, what, would you fall asleep? I'm sorry.
1: No, I was trying to read something. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nah, we, we're going to get the interview on right now. You know, I was just watching a little TV and the started doing that song. All I see now on TV is like Viagra commercials, Cialis commercials, uh, yes. Trojan Condom commercials. That's all you see all day long on TV.
1: But isn't it funny that like when you watch these uh, drug commercials the symptoms or the side effects are worse than the fucking affliction you know what i'm saying uh,
0: nothing not uh, <laughs> nothing is worse than that chantrix so uh, stop smoking <laughs> It can yeah. make you suicidal. Don't yeah, be around yeah, any knives yeah. or guns. You yeah. could kill people.
1: You might kill little children. <laughs> you might
0: eat uh, small animals. You
1: know. What I mean, come on. <laughs> I'd rather be smoking and die from cancer. That's right. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'd fucking kill myself or kill little children. You know. I
0: know. There's nothing worse for you. I'm laying down watching TV with my wife, and then the Viagra commercial comes up, and I'm looking, I'm like, I wonder if she's looking at me. I wonder if she's looking at me. Then the Trojan <laughs> commercial comes up, and I'm like, you know, they can't put like, you know the small uh, condom package uh, on. They got to show you like the extra uh, large uh, magnum con, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, uh, what uh, uh,
2: there
1: <laughs> you go. You say, oh yeah, hon, that's the one I bought. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh
0: God. Oh my God. All right, let's get this interview on with Evo. Here you go. Evo from warfare.
3: All right.
0: Evo, this is Mike. Can you hear me? Yes. I can
3: now.
4: How, how are you? Some technology takes a little while to get it to work. Right. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How probably are you? Probably because, because we're so far away. That's what, that's what it is. That's
4: what it uh, is. <laughs> well, um, how are you, my friend? I, um, so, 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 so. Oh, um, Sorry to No, just,
3: yeah, just so, so. I'm bored.
4: You're bored? Well, hey, you got a new EP coming out with your buddy, Augie. Hmm?
3: He told you to say, what was the second bit?
4: I said that you and your buddy Alki Wood have some new music oh, coming out pretty soon. Yes, yeah,
3: absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
4: That's so, a good thing. It's good to have you back writing uh, music again. It, it's been, I don't know how long, decades.
3: Um, 21 years. Wow. 21 years since I wrote an original track.
4: That's a long time.
3: Um, um. well,
4: oh Well, you were out of the business all those years. You really weren't making music at all during that time, right?
3: I still don't really. Yeah. There's things. To, there's things to be said, and they need to be said. Well, well Because I'm, su- I'm suffering with this, this I
4: understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Hey, well, I, yeah. you know, at least you got it going with your. You know, you and Algy have worked together for years since the early days. You know, of warfare and mm. and tank and mm. EP coming out now, and your first song, "Anger, Violence, and Hatred." I guess that mm. kind of sums up how you've been feeling.
3: Um, yes, yes, it's, um, I'm very bored with people who just, um, don't listen and just, uh, do nothing. Um, I said, I said the last time I was on the show, Mike, said we, um, we did Know Your Produce by the Saints, we did cover, and I screamed at the top of my voice, And um, we need some anger, we need it now, but did they listen? Nothing. Football. <laughs> yeah, so now, so now... They're going to let a 52-year-old and a 58-year-old do it for them. There you go. Yeah, but do it so dark and so disturbing. They'll shit themselves. Yeah,
4: I like that. <laughs> well, well, listen, everything about you musically has been about expressing your anger. I mean, going back to the warfare days and even before that with Angelic Upstarts, it's always been about you know social consciousness and you know just speaking your mind. I mean, that's been your mantra your whole life in music.
3: Oh, wow. And um, I was approached. Um, the um, Spine of Hades got so many incumbent reviews, which I was uh, quite shocked at after all these years. Um, you know, saying, saying that we were forerunners and all, all that sort of thing. And um, I had no intention, to be honest with you, doing anything else. Um, and just one day, I was looking at the TV and I was uh, watching the news. Board, board, bored <laughs> um, and this this song pays homage to the old school however it's as fresh as 2016. um it could be like a fallen just like warfare were back in the day yeah this will this will lead the people into doing something i hope well i
4: mean it- like I said the new song is going to be out soon as people are going to hear it. Are you thinking about I mean the song itself Is it like brand new or was it stuff that you've been working on like you know in the old days that you kind of reworked and brought back? Or is it just a completely no, new song? No
3: no, no, no brand new. Brand new. Oh wow. I had no intention of ever reforming, the and I still don't have any intention of it and this song is as fresh as what Burn the King's World was back in
4: 1984. Wow. Are you interested now in maybe doing music again and more often? No. This is just no. it? A one shot deal?
3: No. I don't. I don't know. Um, We've got offered many deals in Europe. Um had a door like from the Tank fan side, who said uh, we should really get back together because um, tune with the music blew their faces off. Yeah. Um, and like I say, I was watching the news, listening to the radio. I listened to very intellectual things. Um, and the whole thing just bored me, um, the government have fucked up big stuff, haven't me?
4: Yeah,
3: yep. so, yeah, all over. Yeah. Yeah. All over. Yeah. We are we we're, we're being run by politicians that are lying bastards, yep. um, the church which wants fucking burning, um, and all this, um, nonsense to keep people tame and quiet. Um, and people, people have took it on. They, they, they came and they're quiet. The kids now, you know, um, my daughter's got a boyfriend and he's fucking frightened of me. And That's I keep she... to myself, what, why should he be frightened? But he's got no opinion. Yeah. They can't shout, they can't, they've got no fucking... <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: no, there's no opinion. And uh, mind the mind of violence and here reflects my opinion in the lyrics. So I'm told oh, Jesus. Underhooks as well. Yeah. They obviously put coal together. So
4: yeah, you know it is. Most of the kids today, unfortunately, the followers, the sheep, they just buy into it. And whether it's religious or political, they don't voice their own opinion. They don't scream to let people know what should be done.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you know, if it was a case of just coming back to write a rock song, just a rock song, like all the other people come back and do it and then, like the people who have been doing it for years like a nine to five job. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have been interested. Um but I decided that motorways were going to be built and um, they were going to be held up by all the people that have annoyed me over the years. <laughs> it's good. And um I'm gonna fill in this fucking country.
4: Yeah, uh, I like that. Well, no, we, no. We the, the new EP with Algi is this the only song that you wrote on there, or are you working on other songs for that? Mm, no, no, it's going
3: to be, um, I think, at the moment, we're planning a five-track on the album. That's what okay. It's going to be. Um, the is the going to be called Damned and to Death, um, which is a reflection of apologies involved in both with the damned, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then um, there's going to be uh, two originals and three covers on it. Um, and I'm going to de- dedicate one of the covers to my very, very dear friend Wurzel, who's not no longer with us. Um, yeah, I speak to his wife all the time, um, but she's lonely at the moment. And anyway, I've decided I'm going to cover something, which I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. But, all right, uh,
4: I will wait to I'm hear
3: gonna it. Do, I'm, I'm going to do my take on it.
4: I'm interested in that. You guys always do good covers together. You did the Status Quo a couple of years back, and. You know, uh, you always guys work on really some good stuff over there. And I, I know you say you have no interest in putting warfare back together. It's over and done with. You know, it's for the mm-hmm. history books right now. But did you realize how many kids today are starting to get into warfare, especially after the new age of total warfare compilation came out a few years back? There's a whole new yeah, generation. The interest, yeah, I
3: mean, the interest is, is, is immense. And I'm, I'm getting, I mean, I don't know whether you're familiar in
4: America. You will be the festival of the old. Does that ring a bell? Yes, um, I'm helping promote that, Defenders of the Old Festival.
3: Yeah, but there was
4: there was a guy on Facebook with a bag
3: over his head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I said to him, that, um, yet again, no, no commitment, no, 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 you know, scared of the real stuff. I said to him, look, I don't mind coming across to me though. I'll do a couple of songs for you if you put a back and band together and you look after my family because um, they'll want to come with me. And uh, he didn't get the drift. Yeah. All oh, he kept asking me is it going to be welfare? And I said, No, it is not going to be welfare. It's going to be evo. I was welfare. Yeah. Oh Jesus thankful any is more to I will do something for you. But anyway blue so sort of fucking and doing nothing now. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the end of that. What what I'm saying to you is, um it's even that's lame, it's it's not something that I wanna you know, the festival of old. I mean, this is brand fucking new. This this will this will tear your face up in your life. Um, You know, I'm I'm going to mix it. To be honest with you, with the um, aid of a cement mixer, a power drill, and the finesse of a bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm sure it's going to be good. Anything you do, it always is. And like I said, being such a fan, going back to the early days, you know, there was one story I just wanted to talk to you about, ask you about, uh, from the old warfare <laughs> days. And that was when you were mm-hmm. supposed to open up for Metallica, and you guys played in the parking lot because of a money issue, mm-hmm. I believe.
3: Yes, yes. Um,
4: yet again, anger, boredom,
3: ridiculous people, and wanting to pay on for the Metallica thing. After uh, the year before, we got drunk with them, we got pissed up with them, you know. and... Um, the wrong people got involved, as they do, um, and that was my um, idea. I thought, fuck you. I'm just going to play on the back of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. Smashed about 12 cars to pieces um, uh, through the mics and through the um, atmosphere, audience manager, the window. Um, it's fucking mayhem. I mean, like I said, the, the dancers were actually firing at us with guns. It was fucking mental. Yeah. Uh, glorious! Glorious! <laughs> it was just... Fucking absolute mayhem because I wasn't kidding You know, I mean, I think I think most people shit themselves when the when you know wiped out twelve motorcars. The lorry was a wreck. The fucking cab was hanging up it. The bouncers actually chased us and put the windscreen out the shoulder. And one of one one of the heavies came up to me and he says, "You're next." So I just fucking put the mitt on him, smacked him in the mouth, and that was the fucking end of him. And I said, not anymore, Sonny Jim. You're fucking down. Never mind,
4: Nick. Oh, violence, violence, hatred. Those were. I and mean, people not realize that you, you know, you lived what you preached back then. I mean, just go by, you know, Anarchy, pure filled mayhem, fucking mayhem. I mean, you lived what you preached. And I think you were a little it too was, advanced for the people hmm. back then.
3: Yeah, it was it was a way of life. Yeah, I, I've, I've said I've said this before. The um the idea came to my head when I was with the blood. Um. Doing a fantastic album called Gestures, and I used to jam with Mudley and then I used to go on long walks to, um, to London to all the really horrible parts, um, and that was when it when it chipped away at me. But I, I actually um, <clears throat> being in the music business full time wasn't wasn't a job to me; with my way of life. Yeah, and then it dried up because I'd said everything I had to say. Um, and even though I've had a backseat, I've, I've, I've kept a BDI on it over the years. And um, like I say, boredom. There's nothing, there's nothing out there that can um, impress me. They'd be, um, they're full of bullshit. They think they can do it, but they can't do it. Yeah. And the, pe- and the people who are coming back to do it, um, are just like cabaret bands, to me, it's just cabaret. It's twenty years you've done nothing, and then all you want to do is the as songs as you do in the eighties, and that's fine because an audience for it. But that bores me as well. I I you completely know. understand that. that. That is that aside though. Why? This is a question for everybody listening. Why are we allowing Judas Priest to still entertain us? <laughs> Status <save the sport, laughs> quo, motorhead. Because because some guys, doing fucking right. Yeah. Where where is the youth? Where is the anger? It's gone. You know. You know, I mean, I mean, um, I'm, not, I'm not an indie fan, but William Gallagher said once, you know, out of the we're 40-year-old, and we have still fucking showing them out the building. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and it is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Them bands that I mentioned are still filling stadiums. Because they can't... They, they, I, I mean, I, I, took, I took a lot and My I'm on the guest list for Motorhead. And I was going to see them and have a drink with them. And um, <clears> then... <throat> And I took it to my lab to drive me, mainly and I wasn't fucking bothered whether he came or he didn't come. But um, I was certainly not going around to the from where the motorhead showed. And he shit himself. He was expecting, you know, that he got his fucking way between the eyes. And he came out deaf and stuff. And, that, and I thought to myself, that band's make you ten foot tall. That's the reason why I did it in the first place. Um, then, then in the Ramones, that was the first reason with a, a, a total inspiration, but for me, they're, still, they're still showing them how to do it.
4: Yeah, that's what true. What is that about? Yeah, I know. I mean, do you think some of it is environment too? I mean, when you come from an environment where you are angry and you're all upset, it kind of leads into, like, you know, your attitude in music, where I think a lot of these kids today are kind of spoiled rotten and they're brought up in an environment where, you know, they were given everything they've ever wanted and they kind of, uh, they don't have that desire.
3: No, 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 no. They think they they think they've got the desire, and uh, they send me CD's. I still get reams of CD's, and I listen to all this growling stuff with these triple bass drums going and things. And I just think, what is it? What is it? What's this? You know, I've got a cupboard full of fucking black metal, which is a load of shit. That's all yeah. it is. Um, there's no thought gone into it. They think there's thought gone into it, but it would just surpass. No one's going to. You know, you know I, got a, I got an email the other day from a kid who said, uh, Welfare changed his life. He was a nice, same church-going boy, and then he put tattoos all over and started drinking cider. But that was the funny side, or well, not the funny side, as the case may be. <clears throat> but he said he changed my life to be independent and get off my ass and do what I want to do. And that's part of it. That is part of it. He was one of the persons who um, listened. And most people don't listen. But not listening to what what I'm driving in the family.
4: Uh, absolutely. You have a message.
3: And it's, it, and, and it's absolutely no good and um, when the music doesn't a passenger. Passengers don't survive. Drivers <laughs> <I> <laughs> do. Yeah, drivers do. Yeah. And um, if I'm choppy, excellent. Most excellent. Absolutely. So, well mm.
4: now that you wrote this song after all these years and you kinda got it out of your system and you you know, you let everybody know, you know, where you're at and that you're still angry do you think we might get more down the road, or is it just going to be random? You wake up one day feeling something, you're just going to throw it out there?
3: I don't know, because OG is my telepathic brother. Yeah. Um, it takes a lifetime to make a friend. Like, we, we have a bond. And um, when first started in the business, he was there for me. He looked after me. And um, his brother, Kipper, rest his soul, he was there for me. Yeah. And um, <coughs> OG showed me the ropes so it's a little bit different this is a very really, very really special project yeah um and um, i mean truthfully the mix the Angelica starts with the damned tantrum warfare or what a mix you know what i mean
4: yeah
3: and um, in our particular genre that's that's a fucking awesome mix isn't it
4: without and, a doubt
3: um, and he's a fantastic musician people don't give him credit for what he, what he deserves i mean he can play and, um I mean, I'm good, but he's extra good.
4: Yeah, it, it really um, is, and and when you guys work together, it's a really good mix too. You know, because it kind of brings out the best in the both of you.
3: mm. mm. And um, like I say, it's very, very, um, very dark and sinister. Um, yeah, very dark and sinister. I mean, it's going to rattle a lot of cages. That's for sure. Uh, well, like, like I said, like I said before, I can't see the point. I was just inspired by it. We just. They've never listened, and now they've got the rivers of blood. They have the rivers of blood. And we don't even realize this, you know. I mean, if I say, I am filled with foreboding like the Roman, I yeah. see the rivers, I the foaming with much blood. What a speech. What a fucking speech. Yeah. The man, yeah, was, the man, was, the man was bang on the money. Um totally not racist, because I'm certainly not racist. But he was bang on the money if you go deep enough. Yeah. And that's part of the song, because I'm... Um, I felt the, the anger of the government's failing to do something. You know, you, you listen to him, um, that David Cameron, what a fucking liar and, <laughs> yeah. um, and wanker. Yeah. He, he's a fucking liar and wanker.
4: We have him alone here, ever. too. We got our the yeah. U.S. also. We got the same
3: guy here. Yeah, 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 but they're all from the upper class and they don't understand the streets. They've never right. been on the fucking streets. They, they want to go down to CBGB's when the Ramones were playing and live down there and um, see what it was it's really like for people, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, go down to Queens and fucking absolutely live a life and then they wouldn't come up with all this being on bullshit because they'd be fucking real people. Um, like the Ramones were real people. They were foreigners, they were real people. There's too many, too, too many false people, you know. They get picked up on stage and they're the guitar and the dads pick them up. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know. I mean, my my <laughs> parents have never seen me play live, you know. I played in front of 22,000 people at the Queen's Hall. Came home that Christmas and told you, what you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was finding shitloads of autographs. I had my first in every music paper in all of Britain. Yeah. But do you fancy coming for a pint with me? I'm going to the local club to play dance. But he was a dad. Yeah. I mean, what, what the fuck are the Angelic upstairs and what they going to do with him? Nothing. And now, on the back of sleeves, we'd like to thank our mum and dad. You know, me and OG are going to put. we'd like to thank no fucker. Trust no fucker, so fuck you all. That's the way I um, do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's, that's how it's got me now.
4: I, 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 you're not the only one that feels that a lot of people feel that way. You know, you're <clears throat> saying it, you're saying exactly how people feel, but a lot of people just don't want to come out and say it.
3: No, 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 no. You, you can't, you can't um, go to work nine to five and uh, be good in two shoes in the office collecting the mail for the... um for the boss and then say Well I'm in the black band, and I just watch me anti-conform, they don't anti-conform, I'm the real fucking deal you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, when I played, I didn't give a fuck with it, I played the songs right, I couldn't give a shit, it wasn't about the music, it was about the attitude and about the lyrical content, the intellectual lyrical content that may may change people's lives if you listen but now the last 20 years nobody has listened nobody listens wow. and especially the people that in our, in our particular field should be ashamed of that they should be absolutely ashamed of it i know i know don't get me wrong i know records don't sell like they used to but that's no excuse that's right it's, it's only an excuse i mean yes our uh, scholarship loads a record back in the day but well, i
2: think
3: the it new didn't matter. It, 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 you know it didn't matter that that wasn't what it was about it was, um, it was about the attitude and the lost they It's lost it. Well, I
4: don't think um, we're ever going to get it back. I mean, it's it's a feeling, and it's from, it's from a different era, and I don't think we're ever going to get that back.
2: No,
3: no, no. They've left it. They've left it up to people like me and all you could do it for them. And we're going to. We are going to. It'll probably be the last thing I, I do, with but um, it'll be on the money. It'll be on the case, it'll be fucking terrible, but it'll, but it'll mean something. Wow. It'll actually open doors and if people listen yet again, it'll mean something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I had a kid, um, I won't name them on the radio. And, um, he's a fucking kitchen salesman. <laughs> you know, I phoned him up at lunchtime asking something can't income selling kitchens. Fuck off. <laughs> Sell the fucking kitchen fucking man to go and fuck his kitchens. I said, what are you going to do? Is said, you're going to write a concept about fucking kitchen workplace, <laughs> And, um, uh, you know, get a prog band together and do a full concept on fucking silicon and their uh, kitchen doors and integrated fridges. Fuck off. <laughs> if you don't want to talk to me at you don't talk to me though, Go and fuck yourself. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then he goes home on the night, you know, he said this is the amazing thing. They sit with a computer all day but then we go home on in the night and we do it do in the black metal.
4: Yeah.
3: I mean, you know like Conrad like Sir Conrad fucking throwing us. He meant it. That was his fucking life, it still is. Yes. You know still doing you know, it. it. Anger, violence, hatred. Yeah. 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 But it's it's just the situation with um with when I was to get into. I mean mm-hmm. I seriously think, I don't know whether you have them in the States. (laughs) Excuse me, do you have soap operas? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I think they've been um, made by the government to keep people stupid.
4: (laughs) I think you're right. I do, I do. I agree.
3: watch Coronation Street? What is that about?
4: Yeah. I don't know.
3: Absolute fucking shit. and people believe the characters are real and all the rest. And, and what do we do in the lives? They do nothing. If I die tomorrow, I can turn around and say I've done exactly what I wanted to do. Oh. And because it's been easy at all but no stretch of the imagination, it's been a push, struggle uphill all the time. But I've actually I've actually done it, and um, I think that's something to be proud of.
4: Absolutely, it's the most important thing in life. If you could put your head down at night knowing that you know you lived your life your way. Without compromise right. that's the most important thing in the world
3: yeah yeah I mean we've signed
4: we' signed to a label um the
3: creator and candle mass um, there is some interesting things actually and um, the epa is coming out on the high roll records in Germany and then obviously it will be licensed to various labels around the world yeah and so I'm just hoping that the um, the distribution is really cool and um, I we can get it into the shops and and uh, that, that's what you need from the old school because it's not about the sales to me. Um, I'm doing it so people can get it and listen to it and enjoy it. Um, yeah. if, that's, if that's the optimum word, enjoy, um, uh-huh. or will be, be horrified.
4: <laughs> they'll, they'll be horrified, they'll be enjoyed, and they'll be thrilled when they hear anger, violence, and hatred. I mean, I've been reading the lyrics, and I'm waiting to put the music together with it. And I, I think, you know, people are going to be thrilled, Eva, to have you back even for the short amount of time. Uh, with some mm. new music. But I'm gonna have to let you go now. Uh but I do yep. appreciate you talking with me today and you know, we're gonna play this and we're gonna promote this and we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna let people know that you are still out there and, and you're still as angry as you used to be thirty years ago.
3: Yeah. Um, well, well, well. It wins <laughs> for a while but it's back. There you be go. There. <laughs> there. I love it. You take care I of filled with fall voting like the Roman I the of foaming with much good.
4: That's a Definitely. good thing. <laughs> All right, anyway, well, you Excellent. take care, buddy. Never mind. excellence, not a good thing. Excellent. You got it, buddy. You take care. You take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Some classic warfare there with Burn Down the King's Road. You know, Evo was on the show almost about a year ago around this time. Uh, I, think, yeah. I believe it was last January February. And this interview was a lot more coherent than the last one. He, he's definitely a character. There's no oh, if uh, and the buts about that. I tell you, we I mean, seven years we're going on doing this show. Uh, We've had over 500 interviews, you know, 500 different guests doing different interviews. And I think the one that topped the cake out of all of them is when we did with Algie Ward about a year and a half ago two years ago that interview was just like over the top i mean i couldn't <laughs> control myself i wanted to laugh but i couldn't you know because i didn't want to disrespect the man but that was a pretty outrageous interview
1: that was a good one yep
0: yeah that was all over the place and i think we're going to try to get Algie on here um uh get Algie on again again because not only does he have this ep come out with evo uh, i didn't get the music for the time for the show this week but i'll get on some tunes as soon as we get that EP, Algie's also working on a new Tank record. You know, there's the two different versions: the one, the one that the other band has, and his version of it. So uh, they're still calling them both Tank. So we'll maybe get Algy on right before the album comes out over there. We'll see what's going on with that.
1: Sounds good.
0: Definitely some, definitely some crazy stuff.
1: Without <laughs> a doubt
0: yeah sometimes i go through an interview I'm like i don't even know half the things he's talking about i'm like okay yeah <laughs> yeah all right yeah good all right uh-huh. I, know what you're uh-huh.
1: I know what you're saying
0: i know, I know what, what you're saying. saying. <laughs> <laughs> definitely a fun guy to talk to without a doubt and uh he was offered to play i mean he us talking about at the defenders of all festival uh that yeah. was coming up uh this march but i guess they couldn't uh, make it happen for whatever reason but uh maybe next year that will take place you never know i mean Tank is over, I mean, uh, Warfare is over with, he's not doing it anymore, but it would have been nice if he could have came here and maybe did like one of the whole albums, you know, with the backup band. There's going to be quite a few artists on the Defenders of Wolf Festival, Bill, uh, that aren't coming with the full bands, it's like maybe a singer and the band broke up and they're going to have like a backing band, they're going to do an entire record, so it should be pretty interesting.
5: Yeah, it should be cool.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, I'm, look- I'm really, I'm looking forward to Excited more than anything else. There's a lot of great bands on that, Bill. But, man, I can't wait to see the original Exciter. And after watching that video clip you posted from them, man, yeah. they sounded fantastic. I couldn't believe it.
1: Yeah, definitely sounded great.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a great show. Plus, the best thing is it's only about four blocks away from Dinosaur Barbecue, which just opened up on Thirty Avenue in Brooklyn, so I know where I'm going to be stuffing my fat ass the next couple of days over there.
1: Yeah, it's a good, pretty decent place. I've been there.
0: Hell yeah. Go to the one in the city all the time, so I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a great festival. All right. There are a few tickets left. I think there's like 40... Uh, Two-day passes left. They've already sold about 700 of them. There's only those last few and then maybe a couple more single-day passes Like for one of the other show. So if you're interested in coming, I grab a ticket right now I, mean, I was talking to Hewang Wang and uh, it looks like there's people come from all over the country and all over the wow. world Which is pretty impressive. So you know, this might be the seed that we plant to have like our own keep it true type festival here You know,
1: yeah, pretty cool, right?
0: Yeah, it can only get bigger and better from here Excellent. All right, we well, you know what we had a couple of requests this week, so let me get those on. We'll do the two of them back to back. Uh, Kyron wanted to hear Apollo Ra, and John wanted to hear Arch. And I can't remember the last time I played Arch on this show, had to be like the first year <laughs> we were doing it. So let's get them both on back to back for you guys. I'll uh, we'll play one or two more tunes, and then Sammy and Kenny from Ruthless should be calling in live right after that. So stick around. Let's do Apollo Ra first. Here's out of the night. All right, guys, there you go. Arch Sirens Apollo Raw out of the night. Sammy Kenny will be calling in in about 15 minutes. We'll get on some music between now and then. Uh, Tay, what was I going to talk about? You don't even remember. I think, can't say anybody cares, Autograph is releasing their first song of 25 years. I don't think anybody gives a shit. Anthrax are threatening the world with a new record next year, so I don't think everybody cares oh. about that either. And uh, Dream Theater announced that they're going on a world tour in 2016, so we got another year to get excited about it before it actually happens. Why would you announce yeah. now? Going on a tour like a year and a half from now, people won't remember tomorrow that it was even announced.
1: Piss, uh, what's his name? Off? Mike Port off.
0: It could be, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> uh, J- uh, John was asking if I have the new Udo. Yes, I do have the new Udo, and Udo will be a guest on the show. Uh, the first of February, whatever it is, that Sunday, the first Sunday of February, Udo will be on the show. Uh, and yeah. let me see, who do we have coming on this week before I forget? Uh, this Sunday night, we have uh, Jarvis Leatherby from uh, Night Demon. Great young band, man. They really got that classic new wave of British heavy metal sound. Oh, yeah. Uh, they finally got the first full. Oh, yeah. They had an EP out about two years ago. Really great EP. And uh, they played with Raven at uh, at St. Vitus a while ago. Now they're back out on the road again, headlining their old tour with Skull Fist. And they just released their debut record, which is really solid. Uh, so they'll be on the show. Also, we have uh, Rick and Ed from uh, Ambulance out of Chicago. And you remember know that band Mean Streak from uh, New York, the all-female band? I dug up the singer, Bettina France. She'll be on the show uh, the following week after that. So uh, I think I who's on the show? I think Patrick Eva from uh, Satan's host. So I want to ask him about why uh, Harry left uh, Jag Panzer, the tyrant, to go play with him only. So we'll see what he has to say.
5: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, this Thursday in the Metal Matinee. It's a billion-dollar covers. It's all Alice Cooper covers. Or at least as many as I could dig up and fit into an hour show. So don't forget to tune in there. You know, this past Sunday, or this past Thursday, I did a show called Pure Evil about evil dictators in the world. Right. Yeah, and I, you yeah. know, I could, I, I had like two of them that I just couldn't find. The music. I, I don't know what I did with the albums. So I kind of ran a little short on the show. Like I had to kind of throw a Jim Jones in there <laughs> you know, from, from Guyana. I mean, he was an evil human being too, but he was like a leader. He, he was a leader. He was he a cult leader. leader. He wasn't a government yeah. leader,
1: but he made his own government. So really That's, that's true. So leader. I don't feel so
0: bad now. You know, I, there you're right. Go, good. There you go. There's thing said that. to That's right. You know, I had a lot of uh, good jokes I wanted to put in there, but I kind of laid low because I figured I didn't want to inflame the situation, assaulting, you know, 19 different religions or 45 different countries, you know? Yeah. A little over the top there, but uh, it was a good show. Even though nobody listened to it, it was a good show. But I mean, it's on the playback and go back and play it back. Yeah, it's on there really for everybody. Cool. All right, let me see. What can we do now here? Let me see. Yeah, you know, I, I, I love, I love Japanese porn. You know, I just, I think the Japanese women are so hot. I mean, I don't know if it's just me or what, but I can't take the way they moan and groan during the sex scenes. It's just so freaking oh annoying. God.
1: Yeah, they.
0: Scream. You know what I'm talking about? I know you know what I'm talking about.
1: Well, I, you know, I, I've dealt, I've, you know, seen a few. I know. When you were going
0: to Catholic New York's website, you ran across that by accident. I know.
1: That's what it was. was They just, the the way they
0: moaned, just so annoying. Oh,
1: God. I would, I, I think the first time, if you didn't know and you first heard it, you'd think you were killing her.
0: Exactly, you know. You, you see this. You see this hot Japanese girl come out here.
2: Oh get like, god! I
0: was just, just like, I'm dead after that. I'm like, holy shit! I said, we go look for Diamond Jackson. I can't do it with this. It's
2: <laughs>
0: too uh, funny. Uh, they're too much. They're too much. It's like you know. I, I'm like, oh my god! I said, this is like a killer. You know, it's, they got like, you know, it's got to do with the volume off. That's the only way to do it.
1: Well, yeah, that's what you got to. You got to do what I used to do when I was a kid, play ACDC music up loud. And then... <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: it. <laughs> Worked for me all the that time. Like, did they, they, they bludged the... Did they did they blood a vagina. They blood everything in those Japanese videos.
2: Oof.
0: You got to look for the uncensored ones.
1: Oh, uh, I, I think I've, uh, you know... I don't need that really disgusting stuff anymore. I don't think... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe some of the stuff that's on the internet nowadays. <laughs> and anybody can just, any child can just walk, you know, walk go It's not. Right it is true. Yeah.
0: You know, when you were a kid, you had to buy a magazine in the store. You couldn't even buy the magazine a lot of times. I wouldn't even let you buy it. You know, unless you were an adult. You had to get, like, your big brother or your cousin, somebody to get it for you, a friend, and yeah. then take it home and hide it in your room. But you had to keep moving, like, every couple of days so nobody would find it in your house. Exactly. The pages would get sticky. Oh my God! Thank God for the internet. You a little bit of Windex to clean off the screen, and you never know what
1: happened. <laughs> You're crazy. <so funny. laughs>
2: You're a crazy man. man.
0: Uh, I was always I was looking for that John Wayne Bobbitt one. The one the guy who got his dick cut off by his wife for cheating yeah, yeah, on him. Yeah. yeah. They, I, I, was, I don't I don't know what that was a long time ago I was 15 20 years ago maybe maybe Believe, not that long right? ago yeah
2: that
0: was a long time so I finally found out when I was watching it. I was getting like so depressed like this guy had his dick cut off by his wife he's hugging big at me what the hell is going on here <laughs> I know
1: right it he's oh my god
0: I got what he lost I, I tell you this is not a- I, take, I, I take the part that he lost oh my god <laughs> I tell you God I love you but you got some sense of humor I gotta tell you You got some sense of humor, guys.
1: He really does. He really does.
0: (laughs) Unfortunately, the joke is on me. Oh, my God.
1: I guess he figures you're, he knows he he set you up with the right person. So he says, you don't need it.
0: Yeah. The right person ain't saying that. I can tell you that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> first thing, what the fuck did they do to you, was saying that. <laughs> you <in environment? laughs> why, why waste a big schlong on, on a happily married man who's in love
0: yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm being punished I'm being punished all around now <laughs> <laughs> alright let's get a tune on here's Pariah King of the Night something I'm not Parai with King of the Night. I think we have uh, Sammy or Kenny or both on the line right now. Let me check and see. Sammy, Kenny, who's there?
2: Both
5: of us. How you doing, Mike? Oh, well.
0: What's going on, guys? It's been a while. It's been a long time. I know. How have you I been know. doing? I, you know, I've been coming every week doing the show, just hanging out. That's about it, really. I don't have much of a life. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. I don't. Know. Yeah, we have been we went. We Hello.
0: I think I lost you, guys. Yeah, all right. I was losing you there. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, all right. Yeah, you're good now. All right. Yeah, we we were uh, we were playing a
5: show last night up in Ventura, California, and uh, with Heretic, it was a pretty cool
0: show. And uh, I got home like five in the morning. Oh, man. <laughs> you hear it? Late night. Oh, yeah. Late night. Well, well how how well, is looking out there in California right now? Are the shows getting better? Is the scene picking up over there? A little. it a seems
5: little. To be picking up a little bit of steam, yes. Oh, cool. California is kind of weird, man, for shows, but it's picking up. Yeah, it's getting better, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, now we got to get you over here to New York.
5: Yeah, hell, yes, we do. Yes, we're working on it. We're we're, we're oh, waiting for good. the city <laughs> And then we're gonna see what develops. We've got uh, we've got a lot of possibilities going on right now. So um, we wanna we wanna be touring and everything else. And uh, you know, once this once the CD drops, uh, you know, it's a, it's a endless endless number of things could happen.
0: I'm glad, man. Well, the last time you were on him, we were talking. It was right after you just got back together first time and things were looking up things are getting ready to go and then like a year or two later you guys kind of broke up again for a little while and now you're back a couple new members jimmy's out of back. obviously back with dark angel bob is out of the band and you got a new lineup now
5: yeah, this is the, i'll tell you what this is the best lineup and kenny will tell you too this is the best lineup that we've ever had to work with i mean it's it's uh everybody everybody gets along we're all friends we can talk outside of the band room and and hang out and stuff. It's 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 great. I mean, the first time we went in and and, and started jamming together, it just clicked. I mean, Kenny threw out some. I started singing and 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 uh. Since as as we heard since as as we heard Jason, uh, Jason that's like our new drummer. As soon as we heard him, it was like, the dude's a god. He really is. Yeah, we had uh, after Jimmy, you know, he got back with Dark Angel, so we we moved on. And Bob left the band, and um, uh, we got Dave back in the band, and uh, with Jason, and it just clicked so awesome. And we wrote ten new songs in six months and recorded, and just amazing that, that where we're at right now. It's amazing.
0: Uh, you, yeah, you can Dave tell because, is- like I said, the time that you were together with the other lineup, it's like nothing was happening, materialized and then boom! I mean, everything just fell, fell into place right after that. Yeah, we
5: kind of had some restraints, you know. I mean, Jimmy was still thinking about doing Dark Angel, and we wanted to move on with Ruthless, and he wasn't totally committed, and, you know, and Bob, we won't talk about him, but yeah, me and Sam thought it was over. And, uh, and we got together one day and just talked and said, let's just play, let's just write some new music and not even do Ruthless anymore. We thought it was done. And then when Jason came down... It was like, Wow, this this is perfect. And then we brought Dave back in about two weeks after he came in and uh Dave Watson was talking about yeah, Dave Watson. Um it just clicked and it's amazing. We're having so much fun and it's it's just clicking together, just and things are just happening without us even trying. So, you know, it's like it's our time at this point. Well
0: yeah, I tell it, you, it, I, mean, I, I I've been playing the hell out of the record. I mean, you guys got a home run with this one. I know it's been like why, almost three decades since the last <clears> record <throat> came out, and, and they rise just tears it apart, man. No, thank you, Mike.
5: Thanks, bro. We love it too, man. We think it's good material, so we're we're looking forward to see where it can take us. You yeah, know? we're excited with it. We're we're very excited with it. I mean, every song on there is to to me is like that. I get asked in 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 a, in these interviews all the time that it's like, "What's your favorite song?" I have I have a few that I really like, but they're all my favorite songs. Uh, I think yeah. I think it's
0: a great CD. It really is. I mean, you know what? I mean, I want to say like you kind of picked up where you left off years ago, but I can't even say that because you just surpassed it. I mean, that classic ruthless sound is there, but this just went up to another level. I mean, well, all these tones like I know you said you've been working on them for six months. You know, are they all new? Any of these riffs like held over from the old days or stuff that you worked on years ago that you finally wave like no. you know fully put together?
2: No, no. Okay. Like I said, uh,
5: Kenny. Kenny just started throwing out riffs. I started singing. Uh, the guys just started playing, and the next thing you know, we had we had new songs. I mean, the the first the title the title track actually "Day Rise" was the first song that we ever that we came up with together. Well, and it, it just like it clicked. It clicked, and and uh, none of this is none of this is old is old uh old stuff. It's all new stuff, and yes, it does have that old feel to it, but. We feel that we've risen above that, just like you said.
0: Absolutely. What I like is that you know, there's actually like catchy choruses and verses, <laughs> you can remember what you're saying. I mean, so much of the new music today is just like one bombardment of three, four mu- minutes of of shit. You don't even know what the hell's going on. This is like so, the songs are so structured and so enjoyable. It's easy. For, it's easy for me because I can not remember what I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah, That's I, a good shit. You love know, doing the, the catchy choruses, the heavy stuff, and then dropping down to slower stuff and just keeping it you know, a good assortment of stuff going on. And you know, I know as this was that, we clicked together so well, we've known each other since I was, you know, about sixteen years old, we've been jamming together and it just you know, I, I have never real I've never jammed with another singer ever. I mean, we had another project in the two thousand or so. And uh it was okay, but ruthless is definitely, you know, us. And yeah, uh, it's really cool yeah. to see it uh alive again. So we're really, really stoked right now.
0: Uh, I'm so yeah, happy never... you guys. What? And... I,
5: I I just had. I, I'm, I'm I'm all right. I'm a little buzzed buzz right now. We've been drinking all day, bro. <laughs> At four a.m.
2: Hey, hey, to get the
0: it's All early right. in the afternoon for you guys out there, so I get it completely. Hey, you know, with the new record, you also included uh, the "Metal Without Mercy" songs on there too. Yeah, you know, that was that was the
5: uh, that that was the uh, um, the uh, the, record the, 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 record, the record label actually did, did that without oh. us really. know, we it was supposed to be in the, you know, separated, and we were a little bomb that that was attached to it. But, um, but, you know, not, oh, that's what they did, and, you know, we have to accept it, unfortunately. But maybe, you know, we'll reach some new fans that have never heard the old stuff. That's kind of what we're looking at right now.
0: Well, that's I would be upset, too, I have to be honest with you, because the new record is so strong. It kind of sounds like they wanted to lean on some of the old stuff, you know, which I didn't, you know, really care. Not that I care for the music, I mean, like, that they did that. You know, because, like, the album should stand alone for what it is. You didn't need those songs on there. I'm glad that they're like I said, for, for newer fans to come across it, but there was no reason for that right now. There really wasn't,
5: and we're a little bummed about it, but you know what? It is what it is, and we have to move forward with it. We're going to do another record with that. two uh, two record label or two labels. Actually, three albums. Three. three, three oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I look yeah, I don't know, i <laughs> But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, so we got more to go, and we're just happy to be where we're at, and you know, making it happen again. So we're just gonna go cool. out there and see what develops. So this is gonna be around for a while. Yeah, <laughs>
0: we're not gonna have to wait twenty years for the next record, are we? No, no, no. Oh my God, when we're ninety. Yeah, we got to get one out again soon, and. I know, I know. It's like everybody, you know, come play, you know, Chicago, come play New York. I know it's not that simple, but hopefully, with this album, maybe something will happen they can get you guys out on a tour with somebody. Uh, I know it's a whole different world touring because you got to pay to get on those tours, just like you got to pay to play in clubs a lot of times. That's not easy for a lot of bands. But I'm hoping that you guys can make something happen, even like a one-off show. You know, we're
5: not doing none of that pay-to-play crap. I mean, it's it's uh it's uh that's 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 behind us. So. Uh yeah. First you selected shows, shows they're gonna benefit us and you know and that's you know, that's where we're at right now. There's a lot of good bears in New York i come out and play with. I mean uh there's even that there's a there's a we've got some good friends of ours in New Jersey, uh, uh Explorer that we've talked with yep. and they want us to come out and move in and and uh, uh heretic we're talking with we're talking with Julian last night and they wanna put up a, a tour uh maybe two thousand sixteen and and doing doing the whole us with with us and heretic and that might be a cool thing to do too so but we're kind of looking yeah. to open up a priest you know that's kind of where we're
0: at right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hear that you know Herrick, heretic heretic we here in New york about two years ago and the place was mobbed. people were going crazy because you know we never get to see you guys over here you know we've been fans since the 80s and that was like the first time they made it here so it would be a great thing if you guys could hook up and like go around the country
5: Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 like I said, I was talking with Julian about it last night. It would be a great thing for both bands to be together doing something like that. I mean, uh, we we both we both have a, a a decent following through the through the U.S. and it'd be great to do.
0: Yeah, I'd love it. Yes, Sam. You no know, one day, actually. I was I was talking about it before you came on the show. I was reading one of these Metallica books that said that they were actually looking for you to be the singer of the band back in the day. Yeah, they were. <laughs> I I actually. Actually, that 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 whole thing, I
5: I uh, met them through through Mark, who's our bass star now, Kenny's brother. Uh, yeah. Him and a friend went up to, went up to uh, this this little club in Hollywood, and they said you got to see this band. So I went up with them, and 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 uh, it was Metallica. They were playing this little dive joint, and it was uh, well, we were all dive joints, but <laughs> but but. Uh, but it was it was the original band. It was it was uh, with with McGovernie and 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 and, Stain and and it was it was a it was a it was a, a, a killer killer a killer show they put on too. They stopped. They started doing Lights Out, uh, not, not Lights Out Hit uh, the
2: lights.
5: Hit Yeah. Hit the lights.
2: lights. Hit
5: the lights. Yeah. And uh, uh, Dave broke a string, so they stopped right in the middle of it. They all left the stage, went and drank a little bit more, came back and go, okay, we're ready now. <laughs> but I but, but James and I talked that night and he didn't want to sing anymore. He wanted to just play and write. So he was they were looking for he was actually looking for a, a, another singer. So I went down to jammed with him a little bit and stuff, but it just didn't work out. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> if you did join the band and stood with them today, who would have been the first one you knocked out? James or Laws. <laughs>
2: Damn, <laughs> and I, I, I
5: can't see James Lars and that. Now, James James and I, uh we're, we're good. We're good friends at that time, and uh, I, I still I, I haven't seen him in a long time. But uh, uh, James has been been very cool. Uh, Lars probably, and uh, and then Dave after that. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Kenny. Good if night. we take one of the Middle Eastern countries out of the access of evil, would Bob Guitro be in there now? Say that again. I'm sorry. Would Bob Guitro be in the axis of evil right now if he was in the Middle East? <laughs> I would be keeping a track of your feud, so I just, you know, want to, you know, egg, you know put, put fuel in the fire, you know, keep it going. Yeah. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> um, you know,
2: Bob just
5: had a little bit of a drinking problem and uh, it really just affected all of us and, uh, you know, when he wants to throw punches with me and Sam and we're trying to be cool with him and he's drunk, it's like, what are you doing, dude? We don't understand. We're trying to be cool with you. And, you know, it just, it didn't work out. Unfortunately, he screwed yeah. up. And we moved on. And thank God we found Jason Van like because this guy is a timekeeper. And he's the greatest guy you'll ever meet. So humble, so down to earth. And just the best dude you'll ever meet. Yeah,
0: so you well, could, I, you I mean, guys, you... Guys, Seth. If-
5: i was gonna say, you you heard his you heard his drumming on the on the, on that, the on the CD and, and he's just a, yeah, he's a awesome.
2: monster
5: he's a monster and you know it's really awesome right now because it's always been one or two people in the band that's been like an issue and like sometimes our wives wouldn't support us over it because of that person or that person and now our wives girlfriends are totally on board and totally supporting us like we have nothing to hold us back now it's just like we are moving forward like a freight train just like we're we're so happy it's just amazing yeah ruth is well, one big family right it's awesome oh, yeah, yeah. everybody's on board
0: about how you know what uh, you got hang out now with the members is that like really important for a band where they can get along and play. Cause you see so many bands that the members don't even talk to each other. They just get on stage and play. They go to separate ways. They go on stage and play. Is it important to have camaraderie within the band and and outside of the band?
5: It's very important. It's very important. I mean, when we were younger, you know what? We didn't give a shit. You know, I mean, if Kenny and I hung out a lot, you know, me and Kenny and Jack, we hung out a lot. The rest of the band, we didn't we didn't hang out that much together, but but uh, t- today I would say it's more important because it's more of a family. I mean, our families are involved in this too. You know, I mean, our wives, my wife Mary and 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 Kenny Kenny's wife Allie. I mean, they're they're great. They're they're behind us one hundred percent, and and it's a whole family now. It's not just it's not just us. You know, and and, and uh, yes, it it, it it is very important for a band to be able to hang out and be friends and everything else. Definitely. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like being married to four or five different people at one time.
5: Exactly. But you know what? We all love each other. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, when you put the band back together about six or seven years ago, I think it's more than that, two thousand 2008 or so, uh, did you see yourselves get to this point right now where you're at? No.
5: We, we want it to be, but unfortunately, um it just never developed, and, um you know, you got to have, you know, all five people, you know, involved equally. It can't just be two guys pushing to make it happen, you know, even though me and Sam are the original members, but we, we want five people that are involved, and, and our guys right now that are in the band, everybody is one-fifth of the band. We are equal parts. The songwriting, everything, it's all of us. So it's a it's a whole package. We're fire, firing on all cylinders right now, and it's incredible. And it's not, to have that, it's like it's like I mean, it's, it's not like we didn't get along with with the, with certain other guys. I mean, we love Jimmy. Jimmy's a Jimmy's a great friend. He's been a friend for, since back in the '80s. Uh, Jack Jack is still a good friend of ours. You know, um, like we said, that three letter word. That's the pro that was the problem, the biggest problem that we had back then. And, uh, now, now, as Kenny said, this is, this is the best lineup that we have, that we've had, everybody gets along, everybody, everybody writes, uh, uh, it's not just one or two people doing everything and saying, here it is. Everybody brings something to the, into the table on this.
0: Yeah. Well, it definitely shows and sounds on the record. When you did put the band back together, did you try to get all the original guys back, like Jack and Todd? Or I mean, uh, I think Brian was actually in the band longer than Todd. But did you try to get some of those guys back in the fold? Uh,
5: <laughs> we actually, uh, after we had our incident with uh, that three-letter word, uh, <laughs> we actually uh, were involved with Todd, and we had him down one night. But he hasn't played for like you know fifteen years, so he got behind the set and he just stared at us and went. Oh, he was scared to death. Um, he was tired. He was tired after about yeah, a half, he, uh, half hour. He tried, but we realized that wasn't going to work out. You know, we just uh, we love Todd, but and yeah. Bryant, uh, no way. Without like, he wasn't really. Um, that wasn't even an option. No, it wasn't an option. Definitely not. You no, know? yeah. we had to move on. To do that. You know, when well, we had Steve and Brian, and they kind of were there they were a package and they were always friction against us like that we weren't a team you know and it was always friction so it didn't work out yeah i'm surprised that uh discipline of steel came out as decent as it did because we really weren't together as a band at that time and and uh a
0: lot, a lot of issues taking place i guess back then too you know it happens yeah.
5: Yeah, you know, wasn't too much friction going on, you know, and it sucks when that happens when you're in a band, you know, it bums you out and it's hard to stay focused and move forward and, you know, and it's just incredible right now, like, we can't believe what's going on with us, we're like, wow, this is so incredible,
0: you know, I want to hang out in
5: my garage and throw darts and drink beers and just hang out and laugh and just, it's like, wow, this is incredible, you know, we're just so open, open. We sitting here like right now. I'm coming up with a song just talking to you. I mean, we. will do a live new song right now. We do that, we'll sit there. The juices, are, the juices are always
2: flowing. <laughs> yeah,
5: we went and saw that Metallica movie that came out what, about a year ago. Yeah, yeah, and I uh, mean, we Sam went and saw it at the movie theater. And uh, right after that show, we came back into my garage and I broke out a guitar and we wrote a song immediately. What song was it, Sam? Do you remember? No, I don't. What song was it? I was buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> if you've already done a right.
0: Metallica movie, it must have been frustration. Yeah, that wasn't frustration. <laughs>
3: it was uh, There uh, uh, yeah. you go.
5: Hangman, Hangman, Hangman song. We wrote that in like 10 minutes in my garage. Yeah, he's right. I remember now. It was like, wow, cool. We have another new song. Cool. It was very inspiring. That movie was pretty cool.
0: That's good. You know, there was talk that you had recorded another record back in the day, but it was never released. Is that true?
5: Oh no! We recorded a lot of songs. We just, but uh, we only released, we only released Metal Without Mercy and Discipline Steel. Uh, yeah. We had like uh, six
2: songs that we added to
5: to a re- re-release of Metal Without Mercy that were the first six songs that we ever recorded, and we never we never re- did anything with it. And yeah. then we had two songs. Later on in the eighties that we recorded well, actually it was what, three or four songs we recorded, but there's two songs I that do. we actually that, that that actually that actually came out on another release of Metal Without Mercy. And yeah, I mean this we don't want Metal Without Mercy coming out anymore. Yeah. yeah it, metal metal metal. <laughs> <laughs> that was so
2: though,
0: man.
5: <laughs> we'll play it for <laughs> you live don't don't, know, but no, no more studio.
0: The one you're talking you talking about on there, right with White Death, I think Winds of War, those were some of the songs that yeah. ever came out back in the day.
5: That was actually the three letter word on the drums back then, yeah. yeah. So that's the only thing they really did with us. <laughs>
0: actually, <laughs> yeah. uh, one time we could keep you sober, I think. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yes. Well, listen, guys, I only got a few minutes left to show, and I want to get on some music for people to hear. I can't thank you enough for coming on again. I know it's been a while. I'm waiting for you guys to get to New York, man. This album is going to be big for you guys. I think it was well worth the wait since getting back together because people are just going to go crazy for this album. Actually, I think it's going to be my top ten the whole year. I said that before.
5: I think so, man. I think so, and I appreciate it, bro. We we both appreciate it, man. In fact, the whole band appreciates it.
0: Thank you very Anytime, much. Man. Can, you, can, can, I, can I request one of songs? Of course you can. How about how about, uh, how about Hangman? Okay. I actually have Defender queued up, but I'll get that on later on after we do these. <laughs> the defender. The defender. Do defender. The defender
5: first, then Hangman. Damn. <laughs> you got it.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much. I can't wait to see you guys get to New York. Get over here soon. Hey, if you're out
5: here for NAM Show now, we're playing on we're playing, uh, Nam Friday uh, at a place called Malone's right down the street from there.
0: I will let you guys know for sure. That'd be fantastic. All right, Mike. Take Good care. talking to you, brother. Sammy, Kenny, thank you, guys. All right, let's get on some Defender and let me upload Hangman. Here you guys go. Brand new Ruthless. There you go. Brand new Ruthless is definitely one of the best albums of the year. I know it's only the second week of January, but people are going to be saying this come December. Out of the ashes. T, you there?
1: Yeah, I'm here, babe.
0: All right, buddy. I'm glad you're there. We we got about 15 minutes left in the show. We were having a bad connection. I know they wanted to hear Hangman. I I apologize, guys. I tried queuing it up and getting it on, but it just wasn't working. I have to do it. I keep forgetting with this new high-def switchboard, the songs have to be converted now before they can be played. It's not like I can take it off the hard drive. And it was just taking too long. It would never get on. I would never have it done in time. Oh, yeah,
1: we wouldn't have enough time before So
0: that's what next week is for, right?
1: There you go.
0: That's what I say. There you go. All right, all right. Like I said, not much is happening in the metal right now. It's the beginning of the year. But there are a lot of cool things going on. I think we're getting a new rate. You know, Actually, I wanted to say, do you, know, you remember, what the hell's her name? Samantha Fox. She was like a, I, I guess she was a porn star back in the 80s. I don't remember. But she started, well, she became a the, singer the and the had a couple English- of hit songs.
1: The English Samantha Fox was like, yeah. uh yeah, she was a Page Six girl, you know. She, she posted, uh, she uh, modeled uh, oh, topless, but she was not a porn star.
0: Oh, okay. She was like a topless the model. i guess she was
1: a porn star here in the United States, and she ended up killing herself. She committed suicide. But uh, I don't yeah, remember Samantha that one. The Fox from England, yeah.
0: It has to be the one from England that we're talking about.
1: Yeah, definitely. She was the singer.
0: He, do you know that she I covered a raven a tune and changed the words around?
1: Get out of here, really? She,
0: she covered a raven song. Well, yeah. you know, she don't write nothing, you know, she's got the people writing for her. She oh, covered a raven course. song, they just changed the title of it around to change one of the I can't remember what the hell it was. Uh, Kingsley King Valley from October 31st and season has been on the show before. He put the yeah. video up there on uh, from YouTube to tell people because nobody believed him, I guess, when he was saying oh. that. And he put the video up on his uh on his Facebook page, and John Gallagher commented that they only found out about it last year. So I don't I, I don't know if did, and it was a pretty big hit for her back in the, I I don't know if it was the late eighties early nineties whenever she was like you know doing her thing I really can't remember what the hell was this song I ju- I just and, can't think of the song right now.
1: And did they oh my say, God.
0: Did they Hard Ride? Her? No, wait a minute. No, I don't, I don't think so. I should oh, go back. I should have used- I should have brought up that post. First to see what John had to say about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't remember. He said he found out a year ago and it was something with some legal wrangling. I, I really I, I can't remember to be honest with you. Was right. it hard ride? What the hell is the name hard of it? Ride. Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to think of what she called it. Giving you a hard yeah. ticket. What the? F- I can't remember. Wow. It was for it was for, it was for the song hard ride. Right. But she called it. Uh, I can't remember. I wish I could. I can know I'm know. i gonna dig it up this week, and the next week I'll play. I don't play some at the Fox in the show, but I guess I have to for comparison. And she just changed it around. I just can't remember what the hell it was. Hard take it, hard run. I'm gonna go look it up right now. I'll play a tune, I'll see if I can figure out what it is.
1: Okay, I'll
0: go look it up. But let's get on some nuclear assault. Uh, there's a new book out from Dan Luca or written about Dan Luca, it looks pretty interesting. I'm gonna try to pick a copy of it up in a uh, you know, it's like a memoir of his whole life in music and everything. It should be pretty interesting, especially here what he has to say about uh, his old anthrax bandmates over there. But uh, right now, yeah. nuclear assault, stranded in hell. nuclear assault stranded in hell death of scottian uh t that song was uh giving me a hard time that she sang oh okay. i put the link to the youtube video up in the chat room but if you go to oh, yeah, youtube okay. type "of samantha fox give me a hard time it's 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 hard ride by by uh by raven i mean like yeah through and through it's not even like it just changes the words around a little bit that's all or whoever wrote the song so i you know i'm curious i i'm gonna email john uh after this uh and find out what's going on. Uh, first, I'm going to go back to King's Post. It's hard because he posts like 50,000 times a day. So to go back a week ago, you'd be scrolling through that feed for about four days to find it. But I'm going to uh, send John a message and ask him about that and get some info. And, uh, and next week, I'll try to get that song. And we'll play like side by side to let people hear it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. She was a piece of ass. I got to say that. And she still is. I mean, you know, no if and buts about it.
1: Well, I haven't seen anything new. Yeah, there was
0: a picture of her up a while ago, uh, some kind of award ceremony she was attending. it uh, she still looks pretty good. Okay. It's not the eighties, Samantha Fox, but it's it's pretty damn close. Yeah. Better than I looked in the eighties, that's all I know. There you go. <laughs> Better than I looked yesterday, so it was batting a thousand. But I am <laughs> curious about the song now. Like, was it like, yeah, you know, I like she probably doesn't even realize that there's a band called Raven and that she did that song. You know, but I'm curious if the songwriter had gotten permission from the band to use it. If if so, I mean, you think the band would have made some good money off that? Because back then, you know, you can make yeah. money off of music, and that was a pretty big song for her.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Or they just kind of like stole it from the band, figured who the hell would put together a new wave of British heavy metal band with a you know with a late '80s or early '90s pop star. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, you but would never again, put those two together.
1: I've seen her posing with with Lemmy years ago, so I don't know. Really? Wow. So maybe she had like you know heavy metal. Friends or whatever.
0: I don't know, but I'm just thinking. Even Lemmy banged saying, him, probably.
1: John, but John is saying that uh, that he never got any compensation.
0: I I don't remember what he said. Like I just browsed through it and I got busy with something else. But I'm gonna go back. If I'm gonna just ask him and get the information from him on that, I'll let everybody know next week. Uh, I I'll just I'm I'll just picturing Lemmy and Samantha Fox. Even Lemmy's water's bigger than my dick. Oh my dear God.
2: That's
0: too much over there. You know, I've been trying to buy like all those action what Well, I call them action figures. I don't want to say dolls, you know. But, like, you know, I, I bought yeah. like the Motorhead one, of the Lemmy one a while ago. And they had like one of Randy Rose and Dio, but they go for like $150. I mean, that's like a little over the top for a six inch figure. Over the
1: top, right? You know, yeah, I, I mean, off, I, I caught this. Um, Email from the Motorhead uh, merchandise, and I buy stuff from time to time. They had a Stein, and it looked great, you know, a uh-huh. hundred fifty dollars. So I said, "Fuck it, I want this," you know. So I went yeah. to order from my phone, and for some reason, the the password wasn't working. So I waited till I got home. <laughs> bad, bad move and um i had my password written down and uh it used to be lemmy 61 but <laughs> so i had to change it obviously so i <laughs> used that to get in and i ordered it you know yeah and then they had the um you remember the uh, world cup t-shirts yeah yeah they had them for like twelve dollars so i got an an italian one for twelve dollars i ordered that and i ordered the stein <clears throat> order goes through they charge the card. Two months later, I get the T-shirt, but no Stein. In the envelope with the T-shirt says, "If you ordered anything else, your credit, your card will be uh, what do you call it? Be credited.
0: Credited back. So, yeah,
1: yeah. So I guess, I guess I missed. You know, they probably had a limited number of Steins.
0: Maybe they'll do it again. They'll put another, you know, another one, another set of them out maybe or something. Maybe look, maybe. On, look on eBay. You know, check eBay out.
1: Yeah, probably four hundred
0: dollars. <laughs> uh, you never know. I, I go on eBay every other day because I'm more trying to get the quite right mask. Back in the eighties, okay. they gave they made a whole bunch of them and they gave them out to uh, like the radio stations, like you know, like for promos and stuff like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then then the first tour that they went out on when after Metal Health broke and they became a big band, they were selling them like at the arenas. It's just like those old plastic Halloween masks you know, with the rubber band sure. in the back. Yeah. But like, I found one on eBay and I didn't want to go up to sixty dollars on it, and it's off like sixty one. And now when I go to find them, they're going for like 150 200 But there seems to be only two of them. The same guy keeps putting up the same two or whoever bought it from that guy puts it up a few months later. That same message being me, put up on eBay like every couple of months by somebody new. And it's going wow. for like $100, $150. Right? I'm like, I can't spend it on that plastic because you know what it is? As soon as you get it and you touch it, it's going to deteriorate and crumble apart yeah, to begin it's with. It's
1: 20 years old. It's all dry. Yeah, out. you know,
0: so... I keep looking for one. So like I I talk to Frankie Benali a lot. And I tell him all the time, you know, there's no money in music anymore. There's money in merch. People would buy these like crazy if you put them up. Like, the old fans would love to get them. But they don't do anything with it. And then there's some guy who I met who designs, uh, like, the the action figures, like, uh, for McFarlane and NECA, like, the Kiss ones and the Motley Crue and the Metallica. He does a lot of the horror ones for them, like, you know, uh, that Nightmare on Elm Street, the the Freddy figures. And he made up a quiet riot mask, which looks dead on like the one from the movie. I love the wow. movie from the from the video uh, that they from the use. Album. Yeah, video uh, from the album. I mean, he made it to the to spec to the to the album version and the one that they use in the videos. Beautiful job, he sells it for two hundred and fifty dollars a piece. It's made out of fiberglass. They're so absolutely gorgeous. I mean, but it's not like the original thing that you get from the band that they were selling in the day. It's something new. Mm-hmm. And he did it with the leather straps. I mean, guys are incredible. I mean, I know it's just a mask. But, I mean, he did a really phenomenal job on it. You could get them on eBay or his website, but I want that original one. You know, I have to look for a better copy of it. I mean, not a better copy, like somebody putting up a, a good one that's not so worn out and, and, and try to just make a bid on it and grab because I want that for my collection. I don't know. Just me, maybe. Hey,
1: that's cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I get all the Kiss masks. They're sitting in a box. I got to get, like, those styrofoam heads to put them on, you know?
1: Yeah, that'll look great in your, uh...
0: I know. Morris, well, like, the, you bought them, like, two years ago, three years ago. They've been in the box. I bought the original ones from the Ruby Costume Company in Queens. Yeah. That they made. And most like, they've been in a box. I, like, I said, no, I gotta get those, like, styrofoam doll heads. I said, I just don't want to spend $2 each. She goes, you spent $50 on each mask. You don't want to spend $2 <laughs> on a styrofoam head?
1: what so are you going to do? You're going to you wait till somebody throws one out in the garbage. <laughs> I gotta I yeah.
0: wait for the. I gotta wait for the next time they go out there protesting and looting in the city after we kill another black kid. And when they bust open some storefront window, I'll grab a few from like a dry cleaner or something, you know, or right. or a clothing store. <laughs> <You're> crazy. <laughs> They'll be protesting again. So now they do it. Now you see that the black brunch every Saturday, Sunday morning they go to diners in the city and they protest in the diners. <laughs> oh boy, uh, it's too much. I wonder if they charge store, extra for you know? that.
1: <laughs>
0: i sort of come room. and i lock the door i keep them out
1: <laughs> yeah right and then they protest you for doing that <laughs> that's
0: all right it's a free
1: country it's a free country. not in my store it's not a free country
0: that's right it's uh, not america outside those doors uh Italian. what a world we live in all right well you know what i want to thank our guests tonight sammy dijon and kenny mcgee from ruthless they rise comes out this month pick uh-oh. I want to thank Evo from Warfare and uh, Evo Algae Band. Uh, the Uh-oh. new EP is going to be coming out real soon. Check it out. Between those two guys, there must be some really good stuff. I'm, I want to hear it myself, to be honest with you. So I'm okay. looking forward to that. And this Thursday, don't forget, it's billion dollar covers, all Alice Cooper covers, on Uh-oh. the Metal Matinee. And if you're in the New York area, even if you're not, come and see Tommy's Band Pete Rotz next week. Pete Rotz is playing where? The Lucky Thirteen Saloon, right? There you go.
1: Uh, I don't back remember. Street. Between 4th and 3rd in Brooklyn, New York. Take the R train to uh, Union Street, right upstairs.
0: Or just show up at Tommy's house an hour before showtime and I'll drive you there.
1: Uh, It better be three hours before showtime.
0: Three hours before showtime and I'll give you a a lot of
1: work to do that day. (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) I will see you next Saturday night, my friend.
1: All right, my brother.
0: Take care. Thank
1: you so much for the little promotion. And God bless everybody and keep your head above. Boy, oh, right. I thought you were gonna come
0: up with a new tagline to close the show with. We gotta figure one out.
1: Keep your head above your shoulders. <laughs> How's that sound? There you go. Maybe we'll
0: steal Casey Kasem's line. He's dead. He's not using it no more.
1: He's in Norway. You're
0: fucking. <laughs> buried
1: That dumb fucking blonde. She buried him in fucking Norway. The fucking and... guy is fucking from Lebanon or some shit. She buried him in fucking Norway.
0: She's right. not even Norwegian. My... Good night, everybody. All right, good
1: <laughs>
2: We're off the air. in. To I'll Mike. talk to you later, buddy. Take All
0: care. Right, bye. Bye. <laughs>